Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business, or if you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And if you want to go beyond this podcast and connect with our community of like-minded vegan entrepreneurs or get support from myself and Lisa, then head over to veganbusinesstribe.com where you can get new free content every single week. And you can also join our paid membership to take part in all our online events, join our business clinics, our workshops. You can study our vegan marketing course and a whole lot more to help you with your vegan business. In this episode, we're looking at a platform that you might already have experience with, and that's LinkedIn. And you might already have a strong opinion on what LinkedIn is and what it's for. And if you're not using LinkedIn yourself because of this strong opinion, then I'm going to set you a little challenge today. And that's simply to listen to this episode right to the end. And that's only going to be 25 minutes to to half an hour of your life. Because if you have a vegan business or you're a vegan business owner or a vegan professional, then I'm going to convince you why you need to be on LinkedIn. And it might be that you've already got a LinkedIn account and it sits there not really doing anything and you don't see the point to it because LinkedIn, well, it's all suits and ties, isn't it? It's all boardrooms and water coolers. And that might be a million miles away from what your business is right now. Well, if you'd have said that to me, five years ago when I was all suit and ties myself, then if you ran a small local company or a retail business, I'd have probably agreed with you. With all the ways you could communicate, I wouldn't have put LinkedIn anywhere near the top. But something happened to LinkedIn back in June 2016, and that something was Microsoft bought it. Now, Some people absolutely hated this and the changes that Microsoft started to make to the platform. Ask somebody who's used LinkedIn for years, just as I have, and they'll tell you that the feel of a platform has changed over the last few years. And although it is still very much a business platform, since Microsoft took it over, it's definitely loosened its tie. And you could say that LinkedIn is now turning up to meetings wearing a pair of jeans. And it's this casualization of LinkedIn, which has meant that it started to become more appealing to a wider range of users. So yes, you still have your big boardroom executives using LinkedIn, but now you've also got more of your small business owners and mid-level professionals too. And this is where the magic of LinkedIn can happen for you if you know how to use it. So think about who would you most like to connect with to help your business. And now perhaps it's a larger company that you've been trying to get noticed by because you want them to stock your products. Or maybe you've been going out there and liking companies' Instagram posts and sending them direct messages to try to get them to notice you. Well, if you've been out there doing this, then I'm afraid to say that the only person who is likely to notice you is the social media assistant who runs the company's Instagram. The managers of a company, who are the people you really want to get in front of, they're probably all on LinkedIn. 
Or maybe you've been trying to get in touch with a decision maker at a business to sell them your services, but no one answers your emails, or you could even pick up the phone, but you won't get past customer services. The CEOs and directors of that business, they're also likely to be sat there on LinkedIn. And unlike Instagram or Facebook, where the person running the account isn't likely a decision maker at a business, the person whose picture is on the profile on LinkedIn will be the person who receives the alerts when you send them a new message. They are the ones who will be getting the ping on their phone when you comment on one of their posts. So you can find that you can communicate direct with someone on LinkedIn, where Everywhere else, there's just too much traffic to get through. So if you think of Facebook as being the pub on a Friday night, and Instagram, say, to be a cafe on a Saturday lunchtime, then LinkedIn is like the coffee room at a business conference on Monday. And if you're looking to make connections online, then those biggest connections, they will be on LinkedIn. And the site has also become something of a hotspot for vegan professionals, thanks to one neat trick that we've all discovered. And now I'm sorry, I went into clickbait mode there. But vegans have genuinely found a way to hunt each other down and connect on LinkedIn, which I'm going to go into just a little bit later. First of all, let's look at how to actually use LinkedIn. And just to be fair to you, if you're looking for a technical guide, such as which button to press and a step-by-step -step guide for setting up your profile, then just go and Google one. Because anything I tell you now about how to set up an account and set up your profile, that will likely be out of date by the time I put this podcast online. So if you've never used the platform before, then just go find a really good guide, something that's been published in the last couple of months to show you how to do it. Now, once you're on there and you're all signed up, then you'll just have heard me talk about the kinds of people that you can connect with. So you're going to start to get all giddy and excited about all these CEOs of your dream vegan business that you can start sending messages to. But I'm sorry to say that initially it doesn't quite work like that because if anyone could just jump onto LinkedIn, set up an account, and then start spamming the head of plant-based at Tesco supermarket, then the head of plant-based at Tesco supermarket, well, they just wouldn't be on there. And I know that they are on there because that's someone who is in my contact list. However, if you've just joined LinkedIn, then that magic connect button might not appear for you on certain contacts. And this is because LinkedIn does a really good job of connecting people. And part of doing that good job also means protecting people in senior positions from just anyone getting in touch with them. If you're new to LinkedIn, then you'll find you'll be limited to who else you can first connect with. And that's fine. It just means you first need to link up with the connections of the target people first. So, before you can connect with the head honcho at a business, first, you might have to connect to some of the people that they know, or some of the people who work at the same company. And this is just proving to LinkedIn that you're worthy of connecting with them. So you start out by building good quality, 
relevant connections. And you need to be proactive on building these LinkedIn connections, and especially at the start, just to get it all rolling. So say that you're at a trade show or a vegan fair, and you meet someone who works for the business that you want to connect with and you want to talk to. No matter what their role is at that business, send them a connection request and do it while the conversation is still fresh in their mind so they're more likely to accept. Or perhaps you've got a call with someone or even if you meet someone at one of our Vegan Business Tribe networking events, get used to sending them a connection request on LinkedIn straight away afterwards just to keep building up those good quality connections. It's a bit like building up backlinks to your website, but for yourself. And as your connections build and you make more mutual connections with the people that you actually want to connect with, the quicker the platform will let you send connection requests to those people in more senior roles. So spend time looking for good quality connections that you have synergy with, which are in the same marketplace, not just people that you want to sell to. And making a connection request on LinkedIn, it's a bit like making a friend request on Facebook. So the person actually has to accept your request. But one big difference is that LinkedIn allows you to send a short note with your connection request. So it allows you to personalize your connection request. And you should never send a connection request without adding some kind of personal message. And you should never use this personal message to send a sales pitch. You are looking to get yourself in the same virtual room as the person first. So be friendly, be personal. Nobody lets somebody in knocking at the door trying to sell them. And if you have met this person before, then remind them where in your message. If you've got a mutual connection, then say how you know that mutual connection in your message. And adding this short note it will increase the number of people who accept your connection requests probably tenfold. Now, I get anywhere between one and five connection requests a day on LinkedIn. Sometimes more if I've been speaking at an event or if I've been doing something that's more high profile. And most of them, they come without this covering note, without this introductory message. So I have no idea who these people are or why I should connect with them, why I should let them into my virtual room. I can't work out sometimes if they're actually vegan or work for a plant-based company. So I assume that if you don't put a covering note with your connection request, then you are going to be trying to sell to me. So, and you can guess where all those requests go. So if you want to send me a LinkedIn request, then let me know that you're a listener to the podcast or just let me know that you're a subscriber to Vegan Business Tribe or let me know that we spoke last year at Plant Powered Expo and I'll more than happily accept and say hello. And this is how you should approach connecting to everyone on LinkedIn. Now, even worse are people who have been told that they need to personalize their connection request and that they need to include this welcome message. So they use a generic copy and paste, okay? And it just says something like, hi, I'm looking to build my connections and came across your profile and thought there would be mutual benefit to us being connected. Gosh, 
And I know that if I get a message like this, and I get them all the time, I know that that person hasn't even really looked at my profile to see who I am. And there's a good chance that as soon as I accept this kind of connection request, that I'll get a follow-on sales pitch straight away. So don't send these kind of messages ever. It's not a numbers game. And as people start deconnecting with you, LinkedIn will know what you are up to. But also, when you're on the receiving end and you get people sending you connection requests or accepting yours, don't ever just leave it there. When someone sends me a connection request on LinkedIn, if they look like someone I should be connected to, but I don't know them yet, then I'll send them a really simple message back of, hey, and thanks for the connection. Can I ask, have we been introduced before? And that's it. Now, not only is that basic human politeness to say hello, but it's also a great way to start a conversation. And this is one of the big things that people miss out from on LinkedIn. It's like getting introduced to someone and then just standing there in silence. Send a hello message to your new connections. And again, don't try to sell. Find out who you are talking to first and work out if either they can help you or if you can help them. Some of the best connections I've made on LinkedIn have started out with this simple message exchange. And it doesn't matter if that exchange and conversation happens over a number of days or even a number of weeks. People know you are busy. So don't be afraid to go back to a response that you got last week and pick up that conversation again. So are you starting to see how just getting amongst the people that you've got some synergy with professionally and starting conversations with them will start to open up some great opportunities. And this is the difference between what they call hunting and farming. Hunters take, farmers grow. And as vegans, then surely we're all farmers, right? We want to grow our contacts and with that, our opportunities, not try to take a bite out of every new contact that we find. I said right at the start that I wasn't going to give you a technical guide for LinkedIn. I'm definitely not. It would just go out of date so quickly. But again, if you are trying to figure out how to do something on LinkedIn, then just Google it and you'll find the latest guides to which buttons are where, what menus you need to go into. But there are a couple of things that I want to make sure that you've got right before you start connecting and talking to people. And the first is sorting out your profile page. Now, the great thing about LinkedIn is, unlike in the real world, you can find out everything you want to know about who you are talking to by just clicking on their face. So this is why it's really important to get your profile sorted out first, because you might only get one shot at your dream connection, accepting your connection request. And it might be that you've had a LinkedIn account for years, and it just doesn't reflect who you are now. Your profile page might be more out of date than you realize. So now is the time to make sure that you update it and bring it up to date. But remember, your LinkedIn profile page, it is not a CV. Unless you are genuinely using LinkedIn to try and get a job interview, then you can be selective as you like about the information you put on there. So that two years that you spent waiting and serving in a cafe, 
no need to include that unless it actually brings something to your profile page. You might have had three different jobs in a single year that didn't work out. No need to include them. Well, unless you're really trying to prove a point about how unemployable you are. So remember, this isn't a CV. You are not going for a job interview. So I'm not saying out and out lie about your experience. And it is good to show your career progression on your LinkedIn profile. But show the experience that proves your expertise the best. Present the best version of you. And this leads into my second point, the profile picture that you use. Now, LinkedIn is all about people. Yes, you can have company pages, but we're talking about your personal profile page here. So use a good, clear photo of yourself, not your dog, as lovely as they may be, and not a photo of you and your mates in Ibiza partying on the beach. Well, unless you happen to run a vegan Ibiza party company, but a clear and a pleasant photo of your actual face. You are going to be connecting with people who don't know you yet, and all their impressions are going to be made in that first couple of seconds when they first see your profile photo. So use a photo which is friendly, which is welcoming and professional. Now, don't forget that we're all vegans working in the vegan marketplace. So this means it's okay to put a bit of personality into your photo. In fact, I'd say it's preferable. You can still have some personality and a little bit of fun in a professional profile picture. You could lay on the green grass and surround your head with orange carrots to make your photo really stand out. You could include an animal, but just make sure that you can still clearly see your face when it's reduced to thumbnail size. Make yourself look like the sort of person that you would want to accept a connection request from. So you're almost ready to head out there and start making new connections. But before you do, there's just one last thing if you're vegan and on LinkedIn. And this is the thing that I teased you with at the start when I went all clickbaited, the one neat trick. So as a vegan, you will at least double the amount of connection requests you get and the number that you get accepted if you add the V in a circle symbol to the end of your name. Now, this might seem a little bit weird, but it's the way that people have started indicating to each other that they are vegan on LinkedIn. Some people use the little green seedling or leaf emoji after their name, but it's the V in a circle that you can actually search for. Try it now. And if you don't know how to do the V symbol on your operating system, just Google V in a circle and copy and paste it into the search box on LinkedIn. What you should now see is a page full of search results of people who have the same symbol added to the end of the name. And the vast majority of these people, they're your fellow vegans. So go click on them. See who's in that list that you'd like to be connected with and send them a connection request with a hello message. Now, I'm risking falling foul of some future update when LinkedIn stops people from doing this, but having something in your name or your title that is a visual indicator that you are vegan yourself means that fellow vegans are more likely to connect with you. And that's because we want to connect and work with other people who share our ethics and values. 
If I'm looking for someone to do my tax returns, I'd rather give that work to a fellow vegan who's on the same mission as me. And that's why I have both a plant emoji and the V in a circle after my name on LinkedIn. And if I change the rules on LinkedIn so that you can't put emojis and characters in the name sometime in the future, then I'll find some other way to make it clear at a glance that someone is connecting with a fellow vegan. Because if you're trying to connect with this big CEO of a vegan company, don't you think that they're more likely to accept that connection request if they can see straight away that you're vegan too? Vegans want to help other vegans, and it really is as simple as that. So, I'm hoping that by now, I'm starting to convince you that LinkedIn is worth your time. And time, that's the key thing here. Because when you've got your own business, there are so many things that you could be doing. Should you be doing social media? Should you be doing YouTube? And then there's all those emails that are, that is sat there in your inbox and you need to get back to them. And if this is where you find yourself right now, then go take a look at the third section of our vegan marketing course. And that's going to show you how to plan what you should be doing and when. Because there's no point in putting all this time into LinkedIn if you haven't worked out a plan to actually get something back out of it. If all you're looking for is more customers to buy your consumer products, so for example, if you make something or you sell a physical product to the general public, then you're unlikely to find those sales on LinkedIn. You'd be far better on Instagram or on Facebook. But if you want to find people who can help your business, even people like investors or mentors, or if you're wanting to reach a business audience because you sell services to other professionals, then LinkedIn is a great place to make those connections and build your credibility. And I just mentioned our vegan marketing course there. And a large part of that talks about nurturing customers. So leading them through their decision-making process and having a funnel in place to take people from being just aware that you exist to actually buying from you. And LinkedIn can have a really big part to play in that. Just like other social media platforms, LinkedIn shows a timeline of all your connections posts, and it only takes a few months of people seeing you post about a specific topic or writing blogs on that topic or sharing graphics for them to start thinking of you as an expert in that topic. And that's the first part of turning someone into a customer, just making them aware that you exist and that they believe you are a credible expert in what you do. If you want to learn more about how to take someone from just knowing about you to buying you, then go study the rest of the marketing course, because that's why we wrote it. But make sure that once you are on LinkedIn and once you have connected with people who might want to buy from you, invest in you, or just help you or to stock your products or use you in their business, that you put the time into becoming visible to them. 
And LinkedIn itself has become far more visual since Microsoft bought it. So use images and videos to stand out in your connections timeline. If you have a meeting with someone, and that might be a face-to-face -face or online using Zoom, ask if you can take a photo or a screenshot of you both together. Use the photo to write a short post about the work you do and tag that connection in it so that all their connections see it as well. Learn how to use hashtags in your posts, such as hashtag vegan, hashtag plant-based, or hashtag vegan business, and regularly go and see what other people are talking about using those hashtags as well. Go join the same LinkedIn groups as the people you want to get in front of and become part of those conversations. And now, all of this, this is like hanging around the coffee pot at the business conference and seeing who you can start talking to. So doing a quick search this morning for who is talking about hashtag plant-based, I found a conversation in the comments section of a post between one of the product developers at Unilever and a distributor in India, all about stocking a new meat replacement product that they were developing. Now, if I want to, I can now introduce myself to both these people. I've put myself in the same virtual room as them. I could even jump in on the conversation if it was worthwhile to do so. Or I might never have known that conversation was happening. And that's the thing with LinkedIn. These conversations are going on on the platform, whether you are there to see them or not. And if you're not on there and you're not being active, then you're never going to see them and you're never going to be part of them. And if you do all this, you will find that not just the number of people you are connected to and can reach out to, you won't just find that that increases, but the quality of the people you are connected to will increase also. Now, I get new contact requests every day on LinkedIn. Lisa, because she's far more personable and friendly than me, she gets twice as many but she's also twice as active on LinkedIn. So the majority of our best contacts and conversations, they tend to come through her. So let's just have a quick bullet point rundown of what we've just covered. Point one, decision makers and people in senior roles who you are unable to contact through other means and methods, there's a good chance you can connect with them on LinkedIn. Point two, you can't just sign up to LinkedIn and start spamming these people in senior roles, though. You need to work your way up. So concentrate on building high-quality connections first. Point three, always send a personal message with a connection request, with the emphasis being on personal. Let somebody know that you're a real person and let them know how you know them. Point four, when you do connect with someone on LinkedIn, Send them a short message to start a conversation. And as I said, I get a wonderful response rate from a two-sentence message. So find out who you are talking to and work out if either they can help you or if you can help them. Be a farmer, not a hunter. Point five. Get your profile in shape before you start connecting with people. And remember, this isn't your CV, so you can be selective. Present the best version of you, and that extends to the profile picture that you use also. Point six, 
make sure that you have an indicator in your name that other vegans will recognize, such as the seedling emoji or the V in a circle symbol, just to show to people that you are connecting with that you are a fellow vegan. And point seven, make yourself visible to your contacts on LinkedIn. Post about a specific topic and be visual. Put yourself in the same virtual room as the people that you want to talk to. Okay, so I hope that I've succeeded in convincing you that you should go take a look at LinkedIn if you're not using it already. Or it might be that you are already using it, but having listened to this, you're going to change how you use it to get better results. And if you do sign up to LinkedIn, then come and find Lisa and me. So that's Lisa Fox and myself, David Pannell, and make us some of your first contacts. Or when we post screen grabs from our vegan networking events on Zoom, if you were there, then come and tag yourself in the pictures. And as I said, if you do need more help and support, then go check out our vegan marketing course on the Vegan Business Tribe website, which talks about not just things like how to do LinkedIn, but how to make them part of a wider marketing plan that actually gets you customers, not just makes you into a busy fool. Okay, so that's it for me for this episode. And as always, if you've enjoyed this and you found it useful, then please do tap on the subscribe button or leave a, a rating or a review if a platform you're listening on lets you do that. Because you know all these other people who are out there looking for help in setting up or running a vegan business? I want to reach them. And that's how you can help me do it. So thank you so much for your time. I always hugely appreciate it, especially those of you who listen right to the end. And I will see you on the next one.